Hey, listen to this cool, hip, rad song, man. No way, man. We're listening to a podcast instead. Wait, wait, which one? <laughs> Here, j- just give me the aux cable. You'll love it. The aux cable has been plugged in, and now so are you. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Coming up in this episode, we talk about puns. We also talk about important things like networking. That sounds really lame. Let's just talk about puns. We'll also find fun things to do without the internet. Now you're just talking crazy. Okay. to the Ox Cable, the podcast where I, I, I actually realized something, uh, Matthew. Yep. Yeah, we said our slogan was going to be something like, you have questions and we have answers. Yep. But I was listening to the inner tube and they actually said the exact same thing in one episode. Yep. <laughs> I figured. And I figured we should probably come up with a new slogan. Uh-oh. So since our podcast is called the Ox Cable, I figured it would make sense if we did something like, welcome to the Ox Cable, the podcast where we get you plugged into life. Okay. That or could... r- r- plugged in in a sense of like they're getting advice. They understand. I, uh, okay. And it's a pun, right? Yes, it's a pun. Speaking of puns, we're going to be talking about that later on today. But first, uh, we're going to share about our weeks because the purpose of a podcast, of course, is to be personable so that people come back <laughs> just for personable. the characters. And I actually heard an interesting statistic from a friend who actually went to watch uh, Josh Taylor uh, give a talk. What? Who's this? Yeah, uh, this is a friend named Hannah. Okay. She was talking about how she went to, it was like a College Plus Apex thing. Oh. I don't know too much about it. Okay. But she went and Josh Taylor was one of the speakers and she was talking about how he shared some podcasting statistics. And I can't remember if I heard this from Hannah talking about it or maybe just like somewhere else. But that a lot, the statistic is that a lot of podcasts are based on a very niche audience it is niche, right? Or is it niche? I, I pronounce it niche, but... Okay, interrupting the podcast real quick. Okay. I've, uh, I'm going to look up Boop. the way that you pronounce that word. It's niche. Well, like, it's niche. Is it? It's niche. Says whom? Says Google. Says who? You, you just Google type in, is... you type it in, and then it has the... Yeah, 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 the pronunciation thing. It might be a, uh, what do you call it, a, uh, a, a regionalization thing. It Let me see. It could be. Oh, my word, it says niche. You're right. Okay, Okay, so we have answered the question. But Google isn't the... Google isn't the answer to everything, Ryan. I could look it up on dictionary.com and it'll say the exact same thing. I don't go by dictionary.com. I usually go by Merriam-Webster. Okay, I'm going to look it up on Merriam-Webster. Oh, my word! No! It's niche! (laughs) It's niche on Merriam-Webster, too. Okay. The cable, getting you plugged into the pronunciation (laughs) of words. Uh, that's not what we're doing just right now because we're <laughs> having fun with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, Matthew, how was your week? My week's been fairly uneventful besides the fact that I went to Yellowknife for some medical travel. Yeah. Um, I listened to some podcasts on the way and then on the way back, I actually slept because I was so tired from the, from the walking and, and I, yeah, I walked around Yellowknife like completely like just to get to the airport, I took the cab mm-hmm. from the airport and then back to the airport. That's all I did. Everything else was walking. So I was super duper tired at the end of the day. But there was some really good information that I got from the doctor. So that's like it's worth it. But it's just frustrating. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Frustrating. Tiring. Tiring. Yeah. But, but good. But good. Like life. Like life. That is one way to look at it, I suppose. Yes. 
like whenever you go to a city from Fort Smith, you always have to go to Tim Hortons, which I did, uh, Subway, mm-hmm. which I did, and then also get some sort of ice cream treat that is like soft serve quick thing, not scoopy doopy like thing. Are you trying to make me hungry? I am not, <laughs> but we went. I went to uh, McDonald's to get just some ice cream, just some plain ice cream. Oh my goodness, that sounds delicious. It was still, it was very delicious. And then I had to like while I was eating my ice cream, I wrote up some notes and a small report of basically what the doctor had to say so that was my afternoon yesterday gotcha how about your day or week yeah my my day slash week thing was good today was probably the most interesting day because really for the longest time i've been uh involved with this project that i found on a freelancing website called upwork where there's this kitchenware project like there's this company called lion's deal and they deal in appliances that are appliances and also like setting sort of things Mm -hmm. for restaurants mainly okay and previously they sent me like one package as a test run and it had a couple of plates in it and I filmed them and I did like a little narration about what they were for okay. and why you'd want to buy them. And I yeah. made that video and they liked it. And since then they, like, they said, okay, we're going to send more packages. And the guy let me know that it was going to come on a pallet and the pallet came this morning. Uh-oh. Uh oh, I got a call. At like 10.45, and it was like this truck driver saying, hey, I'm going to be there in like 45 minutes. And I was like, great. And then he came here, unloaded a pallet in my front lawn, and then I had my siblings pack it up. And like, if, if, if this was a video podcast, you'd be able to see because all the packages are here in my room. Wow. Just behind me. There's probably like 20 packages of varying sizes. Most of them are actually chafing dishes. What's that mean? A chafing dish is if you ever go to a buffet style sort of thing. Yeah. It's like a dish that holds food that closes on the top. Oh, it's to it's, keep yeah, it's, heat in. I, I, it's like a serving dish, basically. Yeah. 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 There are, there are a bunch of chafing dishes. Okay. There, there's a high chair. Oh, really? A high chair? Yeah. It's like an assemblable wooden high chair for a fine restaurant. Hmm. So it's got class. Yes, it's got much class. So that's probably the most interesting thing in my week is that my room is full of boxes. Did you ever think that this would ever happen to you, that you would have your room filled with dining wear? How could this happen to me? (laughs) I I don't think I did, no. When I first saw myself as a video producer, I figured I'd be making funny videos like they'd have me come on set and film Messy Mondays style things for commercials or something who knows but little did i think people would be sending stuff to me for free (laughs) for free yeah and And like i don't have to pay for this they might even let me keep some of it oh wow so in case i ever need a high chair (laughs) (laughs) you know for reasons yeah years from now i'll be married have kids and people will come over and be like why do you have such a nice high chair and i'll say and i'll say because reasons Reasons, very important reasons. You, very important reasons. You are a rich, affluent person that <coughs> afforded it. I am the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, but to be clear, no. this is all like for doing marketing stuff, right? Because I don't Absolutely, think you said yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, marketing this, videos. Did I not? I, they want commercials, really. essentially. Like you go on the website and then you say you're looking for plates for a fancy dinner party that you're mm-hmm. going to be throwing. And you go on there and they've got pictures of the plates and you're like, okay, great, but I don't 
know much about these and I don't want to look up information on them. Who reads? <laughs> Who does but then that? you notice there's a video and you click on it and within five minutes you've been well versed in everything you need to know about these plates and why you should buy them. And then you go broke because mm-hmm. you watch all the videos on the website and realize that you need everything in your life yep. because I'm that good. Ryan is that good, everybody. I really am. So speaking of good, uh, we've got some good questions today. Do we? Yeah, we do. Okay. I would say mostly good, but... Mostly good? Well, okay. (laughs) I'm kidding. If you want to be like that. Our first question comes from Joshua Ovenshire, who says, how does one rise to your level of pun making? And then another question that's very similar is, any advice on making puns on the spot? Which comes from Alicia Carino. So... Well pronounced. Puns. Puns. Well, Ryan's been making puns for years. I don't know when he got started. Um, I think it was when I was 17. There you go. I I got started much later, I think. I don't know. I am not as good at making puns, although usually I do make really good puns, but the thing is that I'm not aware of the fact that I'm making a pun. So (laughs) Normally, you just say something completely normal, and then I just reword it as a pun. Yeah, well... When you and I are talking, it's like you, I give you so much inspiration, I think. Um, but you really my, do. <laughs> but in my day to day life, um, I'll do the same thing, but I, 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 I will think of it afterwards. Like you're, you're like, oh, that would be like a great pun, but it's too late to say it because you've already said something else and the, the you know, the subjects move on or you're talking about, right? Yeah. So, but still, you have to like think of those things. Don't you hate it when that happens? I I do. If you if you're with the, friends though, that you can interrupt and be like, hey hey, I just thought of a pun, and then you just I, say I it. have a comeback. Yeah. Oh, there there was an episode of Steven Universe which I haven't watched much of, but I've watched Ooh. like enough to remember something. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode where they came like the three girls came back with some sort of item, and then somehow Steven ended up with it, and. It was an item that would like grant any wish that you wanted. And his wish was to, there was a guy who was super mean to him. And then he left and he was like, oh, I should have said this. And then he accidentally used the thing to make the wish to go back and have the power to make comebacks to people. Oh, really? And so then later there was a bad guy and it like killed everyone. But then he thought of a really good comeback. And so he was able to go back in time and prevent the bad guy from doing anything because he was able to make a comeback to someone. Uh, (laughs) It was a weird episode. So like revisionist history kind of thing. Yeah. So don't you wish (laughs) when you made a when you think of a good pun that you could just have the power to go back Mm -hmm. and make that pun. Yeah, that that's the answer. How does one rise to your level of pun making? Well, see, I have that power. I go back in time and I make puns once I've thought of them. Okay. That's that's what you need to do to make puns on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. Sounds expensive to me. Yeah, probably. I guess in any episode, I have to provide you with an expensive answer and a cost-effective answer, right? AKA free. <laughs> free. <laughs> yeah. It's free. Okay. <laughs> the way that I rose to my level of pun making mm-hmm. was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am i making too Sorry. much noise no no uh, you just reminded me of the thing that josh and kevin do okay uh-huh 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 sorry i'll pre- i'll continue <laughs> the way i rose to my level of pun making like i sort of have a system that i go through whenever i okay. feel like making a pun is that someone will be talking about something 
and you always want to make a pun based off of whatever topic is being presented. For example, if someone's talking about ponies, you don't just come in and say, wow, ponies are excellent, <laughs> making some sort of stupid egg pun, because that has nothing to do with it. You're yeah. making a pun, but no one Relevance. cares. And they're just like, you're forcing this way too hard, man. Mm-hmm. And that, But the level of pun making I have achieved is that I'm able to make puns on in any circumstance. So if someone is talking about their pony, I tell them to stop talking about their pony because they're going to get a little hoarse if they keep mm-hmm. doing so. Mm-hmm. You see Grown. what I did there? I, I do. They're going to get a little hoarse. <laughs> Just a little hoarse. You're talking like in the throat, yeah? Yeah, I am. Okay. And the first step is to acknowledge what topic is being presented. Mm-hmm. So, Matthew, give me a topic. Uh, Earthworms. Earthworms. Uh... Okay, I can work with that. Okay. So the first thing that I think of is what is related to the topic. So earthworms, obviously, if they're called earthworms, that's because they're in the ground. And so I've got my first word that relates to that, ground. And then I think of what that word could mean other than the intended thing. Ground. If that makes sense. So I take the word ground and I just think of all the different figures of speech that have to do with that. And so I'd say the first pun that would come to mind is if you said earthworms are great, I'd say they're really grounded in reality. Oh, okay. (laughs) Especially the reality of gardening, which makes no Uh, sense. (laughs) Earthworms also serve as fish bait, hence the name angleworm. (laughs) No. Do you remember that? I have a vague recollection. I'm not sure, actually. It's from Adventures in Odyssey. Eugene is talking about uh, how Miss Kendall, or how Connie, uh, <laughs> doesn't appreciate good humor. And he yep. reads an article from... Oh! Oh, 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 oh. Oh, right, right, right. I get it now. Okay. Hence the name Ankleworm. So anyway, back to puns. So that's the way I make puns is that I establish the topic that's been presented. Mm -hmm. I establish all words that are relating to that topic. Mm -hmm. And then based on those words, I try to think of either figures of speech that incorporate those words or anything that rhymes or sounds like it. Okay. So yeah, it's it's like a three-step process. Establish (laughs) the topic, establish the surrounding stuff, and then establish forms of speech that are related to the stuff. So you know what you should do is you should make a how-to video and then post it on online and charge for it. And it'll be I like really three should. steps to success in pun punnery. In punnery. Sean yes. punnery. Sean punnery. Yes. And exactly. <laughs> and then you uh, get rich. And then you can afford oh the more expensive method. And then of I can punnery. afford to live. Or or just live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say he could afford time travel, but no, you could live. Could, oh, oh, yeah, I can afford that time travel yeah. so that I so can make can, those puns in the past. Yeah, and then the puns will become better because you'll, like, spend hours working on just the stupid little thing that you have. Re- you were having a conversation with a barista or something, and you're like, ooh, I know a pun, and then you come back, and it's just a stupid conversation with a barista. That was the dumbest conversation, <laughs> bar none. <laughs> bar none. You know what? I never used to get what bar none used to mean, or... Uh, not used to mean, but does I don't mean. get it still. Oh, really? I still don't get it. Okay, barring it, it means like remove none. Yeah, because when you bar something, like especially like in the, like I I got it when I was watching a court proceeding or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, uh, you are barred or something, or talking to the bar, you're barred from whatever. So bar is like blocking, 
or discounting. And then you have bar none, which means like discount nothing else. So the funniest moment of my life, bar none. So that means I'm counting everything was my birth. Okay. So you're, you're saying, seriously, this is the funniest thing in my yeah. life. I'm not leaving anything out. I'm not going to come back later and say, actually, something else was the funniest thing in yeah. my life. Or you could okay. be like, the, the funniest thing in my life, barring my uh, vomit episode last week, was my birth. So that kind uh, of thing. Okay. Cool. So we've learned two things, pun making <laughs> and the definition of bar none, which I'm there sure if, if we've both had trouble with that, surely there are other people. Other, well, <laughs> you better hope, Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all I can <laughs> do. Okay. Moving on to the next Second question. question. We've Woo. got from Ender Hoovian, who has asked. On Twitter? And Ender, on Twitter, yeah. There's And actually, Ender Hoovian also has a YouTube channel. Ooh. Oh, that's right. With that's Minecraft right. gaming this. videos on it that are not yes. half bad. I've not watched them because I'm not a Minecrafter. Like <laughs> Ender Hoovian's actually pretty good at making their channel look good. Like okay. I've I've watched his videos and I've looked at his channel and it genuinely, if I were to visit the channel, I'd probably subscribe just based on the design work because everything look. looks it looks mm -hmm. really cool it looks bright and inviting like it's not a noob youtube channel it's not a new a, a you noob channel <laughs> anyway uh, enough yes. about ender okay, and he, he, he needs to know how to network man he's got this cool youtube channel and he needs to figure out how to spread it to the world ah! okay first you get um an rj45 connection and then you plug in the cable and then you plug it into your internet box oh my word are you and then <laughs> no that's not what you do that's no, not the type going. of networking Don't he wants commit right? to your answer okay. matthew commit to your answer okay okay <laughs> okay and then after that you need to get a internet connection to your house somehow oh or a place of business we're that usually start takes at money. the very beginning yes <laughs> yes in order to network you will need a network connection yeah and then after that no we're done no that's it okay <laughs> Yeah, just pay the cable company. Well, that's all the time company. we got for today. How, join us next week. What? <laughs> Obvious steps to that's patreon.com slash oxcable. <laughs> we should get an oxcable show. I should get my Patreon up so that people can send us money. That would be cool. Although, would, would never mind. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay, I'll I'll write that down after recording. Talk okay. to <laughs> no, that just talk. No, oh, just talk. We'll talk later. Okay, making a note talk <laughs> okay cool so advice on how to network would you like to say anything first matthew because i totally um, answered the last question all by myself the non-sarcastic answer which there's no like one way to do this of course um there's different avenues to take and there's there's purposeful networking and then there's accidental networking which is really cool because you just like people come up to you and you're like oh that is a really cool kind because then you don't have to worry about like going out into the world and putting yourself out there so much but you need to do that in order to pull people in so you need to like first establish yourself somehow which it sounds like you have with what ryan was saying with the look and everything and you have great content but now you need to like and i've seen your stuff on twitter so you've been posting it i'm pretty sure that i've seen your stuff on twitter so put yourself out there so that other people can see your stuff that's like sort of step one i would say because you need to that's how you get people's attention and then you need to seek out people who are doing similar things I don't know if YouTube provides any way of doing that. Um, like, you know, you can just look at like related videos to your videos. I don't know if that's what you would do because I'm not on YouTube doing that kind of stuff on YouTube, at least. Mm -hmm. 
But, you know, uh, just don't be afraid to talk to people because being afraid is like the worst thing to do. If you mess it up and screw it up, then oh well. Just move on to the next person and learn <laughs> learn from the past experience and, and start small. You don't want to like go right to the top and like mess that up. I so. disagree. Okay. That's how we, right that's how top, our then. Ox Cable show has so many uh, Facebook likes is that we went to the very top. We got that uh, well, Star Wars. you're right. We got that right. Star Wars group. Fun story there. When we were first starting the Ox Cable Facebook page, mm-hmm. and this for us was like a week ago, <laughs> we... We're getting it up. It was like a late night thing. And I had actually yep. gotten on to talk with Matthew and he was in the chat with uh, another friend named Angie. And I was just going to show him something real quick. I was going to be like, hey, look, I changed the website a little bit and it's amazing. And he was going to be like, mm-hmm. wow, Ryan, no, it's not. You messed this up. And so, yep. we, so we were Pretty just much. doing that. And <laughs> and then we it sort of translated into like all sorts of things to do with the podcast. Yeah. Including the Facebook page. So we were getting his friends to like it. He posted in one of his group chats that, hey, guys, you should like this. And then one of the people in the group chat had connections with a Star Wars fan page. And he's like, I I uh, think he runs it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he runs it. Uh, He was saying, no, I'm not going to like the page unless there are Star Wars memes on it. And so, and so Angie heard that and she just started cranking out these Star Wars memes and we posted them to the, the page and then the guy shared it on his Star Wars page. Yep. And then because of that, that post got like 15,000. Was it 15,000? I am just going to look it up. It was really, well, it, it jumped up. At first, it was slow, but then it hit a point, I think, the next morning where it, it, it really... It was picking up even during the night, but it okay. picked up steam and got like... Fi- yeah, because our post reach has gone down 15,000 since then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, it got like 440 direct shares and, and, and my reach and was something the, crazy. Yeah, and the reason we were doing this was because we needed to get the link. We have a link now. It's facebook.com yeah, slash cable show. But we couldn't have yep. that before because Facebook changed their uh, rules so that you have to have like at least 15 likes in no, order. 25. To, oh, was it 25? Yeah. Yes, 25, 25 likes in order to get that link. So we we're like, we got to jumpstart this. So I had him like it, have everyone in his group chat like it. Yeah. I had my people in my, uh, my peeps. I his had zombies. My, what? Your zombies. Yeah, my zombies. I had my zombie peeps <laughs> like it. And so now we have 53 mm-hmm. likes on our page and a bunch of those actually came from that post. So yep. in some instances where it's appropriate, I would go to the top. Now, don't go to all the Facebook pages and be like, hey, can you share my stuff? Because no one's going to want to do it. But mm-hmm. if you have connections, and this comes from networking, <laughs> if you get connections with people who are big, then they can help you out. Yeah. Technically, just by asking this question, you've fulfilled one goal of networking because we've talked about Enderhoovian talked about your channel and now people are probably going to check this out because we've been so positive about it but that's the first step absolutely to networking in my opinion Mm -hmm. is having something good at least out there because if you Mm -hmm. network if you were to send in the question and i were to have looked at your channel before this and you didn't have awesome thumbnails and you didn't have an awesome cover art Mm -hmm. and awesome videos to go with those thumbnails then i would have just been like yeah no 
like we're gonna <laughs> yeah, answer a question from someone else that's harsh <laughs> well I'm, I'm i'm being sarcastic technically but i know i know <laughs> <laughs> but i was super impressed and so that means that whenever you network then people are going to be more willing to share your work because people just like sharing good things that makes mm-hmm. people happy. Investing in quality. Investing in quality, absolutely. So that's the first thing, is to have a good thing going. I'm not sure we qualify for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. It's like a Justin Bieber joke. Have anyway, a good continue. thing going, baby. <laughs> <laughs> baby. Yeah, go finish what you were saying. You yeah. were starting so to the second go, and then I interrupted. Is like just making use of social media. And the way that I found to be the best at this is to... Have something that people genuinely want before you promote your content. Like a lot of people Mm -hmm. use Twitter and Facebook just to promote their brand. And it's like each post is the same thing. Hey, check us out on our website. Hey, check us out. We did another thing. Hey, check us out. We did another thing. And it gets Mm -hmm. gets boring after a while. That's true. But the biggest YouTubers and the biggest, like the most successful people with a brand are the ones who have Twitter pages that don't just say, hey, look, I did a thing on YouTube. Go over there. They actually come to people where they are. They're on Twitter. And so they often will have funny tweets. They'll tweet interesting things. Mm-hmm. In fact, most a, a lot of YouTubers are also ones that I would not follow on Twitter because they don't do this well. All they post mm-hmm. are the updates that I'm going to see when I log on to YouTube. So why would yeah. I even follow them on Twitter? But if you're on Twitter constantly tweeting funny thoughts that you had, like that's something that I like to do. I tweet funny thoughts. I post my Vines on there sometimes. And Vine is actually really good for Twitter because you can view Vine within Twitter very easily. That's true. And so I I probably get more comments and likes on Twitter from my Vines than I do on Vine. Mm. Funny thing. Good point. Yeah, essentially... Every avenue that you use in social media is a platform for you to build your brand and share your and your form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. And so whether and, it's, and it's face- another. Yeah, I was going to say it's another opportunity to engage your your audience and your audience is a part of your network because otherwise you wouldn't have, you know, people viewing it. But so you need to like talk to them. Like, don't just be like, oh, I got a comment. That's nice. I'll read that. Like, if there's something something you can respond to, to say to respond to them, then do that. Because that bring that uh, makes people feel like they're part of your stuff. And you know what? You're not owed those views or those people following you. So, you know, show your appreciation for those people who are actually appreciating you right. and your content. Yeah. So. And, and then the final thing is that we... Like you talking to your subscribers is great and all, and also just providing further content is great because when networking, there are two avenues that you want to network towards, and those are the people who know you and the people who don't know you. And so yeah. if you're constantly posting stuff on like Twitter and Facebook and all those things where your followers will be following, then you're appealing to the people who already know who you are. But the second part mm-hmm. of networking is appealing to those who don't know who you are. So that comes with making connections with, like, say, for example, other YouTubers. And that oftentimes the best way to do that is to communicate with them through Twitter. So, for example, uh, two years ago when I'm starting my YouTube channel and I noticed that there's this guy named Pundidly and he does kind of the same thing that I do on YouTube, which is make puns and do sort of these talk at the camera about blank videos so i notice he and i have kind of the same group of people or the same niche audience ha niche audience 
We have the same niche audience. Niche, 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 niche. Uh, no, it's, shut it's up. Niche, Be Matthew. quiet, please. It's niche. <laughs> okay, yeah, but that's the not the way I learned it. We have the same niche audience as each In other. In this niche part of the country, I learned it as niche, so, okay. <laughs> but it's niche. Anyway, niche. we so we have the same like niche quiche. audience, and <laughs> we... <laughs> I'm having no. too much fun with this. <laughs> we have the same niche audience, and so I decide it would be beneficial to me as well as to him to share those audiences because I have a couple hundred, mm-hmm. he's got a couple thousand. That's going to have an equal benefit <laughs> for us, and so yeah, it'll bring his down and yours up. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> equivalent exchange. And so I decide I want to somehow make a collab with him, but how in the world will I do that? So there are a couple options. I could directly message him, except I can't because Chris Howard doesn't respond to direct messages very well. <laughs> um, and I, I could that. do that. But the thing is, I'm a complete stranger to him. And I found mm-hmm. if you want to get to know anyone, especially a YouTuber, really well, or like even just put your name out there so that they recognize you, follow them on Twitter and mm-hmm. don't just directly message them, but respond to their tweets and just tweet interesting stuff and hope that they respond to yours too. If they end up following you, then they'll see your stuff. And this became incredibly apparent at BlimeyCon to me because I actually met a bunch of the people that I had only known as a name on Twitter. And eventually I mm-hmm. associated them with their Twitter name. And I was like, oh, you're Lily Rose Wright or you're Melly Ann Ahern or whatever name. Yeah. And I, I knew who they were just because, wait a minute, you look like a profile picture I've seen on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so that's one. And that's the way to network to people who don't know you. Yeah. Creators will they like they don't just see a bunch of there. there are names that stand out, especially when they're going through comments and retweets and things like that. So they recognize certain people in their audience. So if you want to be recognized by a person, you need to just stalk them. And <laughs> like in a, in a respectful manner, that is don't actually stalk that them. That makes but, it know, sound so bad, but that's technically what I was just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm simplifying it for the people. Um, stalk but you need people. to stalk people. No, like when you engage with the creator that you are trying to reach out to, just make sure that you you are genuine and you're not just like, let's do a collab, blah, blah, blah. And do that every single time. It's just like, show why you want to like show that you see value in their work. Cause that's, what's going to make the connection, not just be like, Oh, Hey, I make stuff. You make stuff. Let's do stuff. Right. Yeah. And I have gotten messages on YouTube, which by the way, never message someone through YouTube. That person will never see that. Two months later, they'll be looking through their settings for some reason and notice that there's a message and then reply and be like, yeah, this is, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, just a side note there. But uh, I've gotten messages on YouTube from people who have been like, hey, sometime we should do a collab, but I don't know these people. I've never mm-hmm. met them in my life. And I don't think it's a good idea ever to collab with a, with a complete stranger. If, it's okay if complete you meet someone stranger. through Twitter, but a complete stranger on the internet, that's just not okay. Yeah, there are ways about going around this stuff. Anyway, this has about <laughs> been about half an hour yet in the podcast i think yeah it has let's uh answer our final question real quick we we spent a lot we spent a lot of time on networking but that's because it's complicated it's also something that you should call your internet service provider about stop (laughs) (laughs) okay don't don't trust those people we got one more question and it's a question that's going to come 
completely turn in the opposite direction from our previous question. This comes from Ooh. Mary Elizabeth Jenks, who is actually a friend of mine from way back when on the Campbell County message boards. Okay. And, and uh, she says, what are some productive, fun things I can do without being on the internet? Okay. First, don't just unplug it, your computer from the internet and then use it. <laughs> playing, That's not... playing solitaire on your computer yeah. is something you can do without the internet. Um, Going that, to your desktop screen and just drawing those little squares with the mouse. Yeah, you can do but that. Don't do the that. Internet. Tempt- <laughs> you can do that, but just don't because that defeats the purpose. I think of her intent with the question. Maybe which is, as long as you don't I have think- stuff in the cloud, you can edit videos without the internet. <laughs> That's true, Ryan. Okay, I think, I'm Sorry. thinking that she means things that are offline. I think she's probably meaning without the computer. Yes. Yeah. Although if she meant the other thing, then now she has some ideas, I think. so. Okay, so we want productive and fun. Productive, okay. So we can't just say, like, what kind of productivity are we looking for? Things that I would say that do something that uh, have an end goal that is more than, I don't know. Cause... Thank you, Dr. Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> things that have an end goal are productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, explanations <laughs> using the question. Okay. Um right. The what I would do is I would actually start a journal um because and and a physical write down hmm. in a piece of notebook paper thing with a pencil or a pen and I would do that honestly for low energy. But if you want to do something fun, okay, you're going to have to choose productive or fun cuz it can't be both. <laughs> actually, I can. I'm kidding. I I'm can. kidding. One one thing I found that's a productive and fun thing to do at the same time is running. Okay, that's true. Running, like, just, it sounds, when you first start doing it, it sounds like, eh, this is going to be yeah. painful. And it is. And but you'll be wheezing and all that, but once you get past you'll be wheezing, that. But the thing is that running scientifically is fun. <laughs> like, it releases endorphins in your brain <laughs> that are, they're the fun endorphins. Yeah, fun endorphins. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Ryan. Yeah. But they really are. And so that's one thing. And it's also productive because you're getting better at running, you're in shape. And the second thing that I would suggest as a productive and fun thing to do when you are not using the internet. The second thing is, uh, uh, Matthew, help. The second thing, Ryan, what you're thinking is um, to, uh, Ryan, you take over. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the second thing. Play video games? <laughs> that's true. Although, I want to get away from the technology. Let's yeah, just I'm assume kidding. that this is technology Read a less. book, kids. <laughs> Read a book. Oh, that's actually true. Go to your local library. Come on, people. Libraries are cool and having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card as they say so having fun isn't hard (laughs) when you've got got a library card card. yeah um there's lots of fun things to do at the library especially if you're in a larger center libraries can have amazing things inside of them like we were at the uh, nashville public library and oh my goodness i i i'm in love um, for the first time in forever. <laughs> That's a, a very, I would check my library. I used to be a librarian though, so I'm kind of biased. I was almost a librarian once. Oh, really? This is new information to me. Yeah. Before I started work at Chick-fil-A, I applied at a library. Oh, and, right. But I happened to apply right before they filled the, or no, like right after they filled the position. I was going to say right before. That's what you're in, you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. No. No. And I, like I sent it in and then a couple day, a couple weeks later, because no business is good at sending you your information regarding mm-hmm. 
employment, mm-hmm. especially online. Yep. In my opinion. I have no clue. It, it takes so long, it seems. Like two weeks later, they said, oh, sorry, we filled the position. Bye. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would have loved being a librarian. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, you can also, like, outdoor activities are the best. Um, get some people together or do it yourself. Throw a Frisbee. Um, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. That's the funnest thing ever. Like I was doing with the kids it on really Friday is. night. It takes some practice at first because I'm a whore. I have bad aim when I'm throwing things, um, <laughs> as many of my friends know. But um, like, you know, just keep doing it. And you're not doing it to be good. You're just doing it to have fun and for the giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so one more thing along those lines. I think it'd be a good idea. If we're suggesting people go to the library, let's suggest something for them to pick up there. Okay, like a book? Like a book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unless you're picking up CD-ROM games. (laughs) Man, I remember when my brother and I would go to the library and pick out like a Freddy Fish or Oh my word, yes. See, we got the... Uh, Sam Pijam. What? what? (laughs) Sam Pijam. Pajama Sam. I was just going to say, we got the French version. Um... And it was the Sampy Jam. What? Yes. Was it because it was com- like it was complete French? Yeah, like it was en français <laughs> completely. Um, <Huh>? That's funny. <laughs> you laugh. Okay, but no, seriously, because I am at the. I mean, we had some of those versions, like the the uh, English versions at home, but uh, we went to French immersion when I was when those were all the rage uh so we had played the french versions as well and we got to take them home and so we got like the complete collection essentially on both the english and french side um same with freddy fish um which i loved that game oh my word every time it got released into a cereal box or something i was just like dad we have to buy it and we would get it even if it was like a cereal that getting we- some cornflakes yeah. this week it's it's like we would try to get them in the cereals that we liked which was usually like raisin bran cheerios um or uh shreddies um, but oftentimes they would come in the junky ones, which actually wasn't our favorite as kids, like me and my siblings. Although David, he loved the sugar ones. Um, you had a weird childhood. <laughs> what? said <laughs> you had a weird childhood. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're saying my favorite cereal was, was cardboard. Green Cheerios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the cardboard around the box was my favorite part, actually. Because you could do oh stuff with this. You, you, yeah, Not I, don't, it. I don't blame you for eating the cardboard. It probably tasted yeah. better than the cereal. Good gravy, right? <laughs> no, I meant for like playing with it. Like, you know, you'd cut out a face out of it and then you put it over your head. And even though it's way too small to be over your head, you would you would make it work. And then you'd have like this mm. mask or whatever, or shield or yeah, it was fun. But anyway, anything else? Now that we're at 40 minutes, uh, 45 my, minutes. My book that I recommend. Oh, right. Book is three by ted decker is the most interesting book i think i've ever read you've talked to me about this before. aside from the bible this this book okay this book is about a guy who is like it starts out he's in he's driving his car and then he gets a phone call that the car's about to blow up and so he like drives it off the road and runs away and then it blows up and then the police come and there's this guy who's trying to kill him but he's making it a game so just think like if the joker decided to play a game with you it's like that huh interesting but the thing is they're trying to catch him and he keeps disappearing like getting right out of the grass right at the last second and they don't know how hmm and then it's just a very interesting book you need to read it you're gonna be blown away it's amazing and then the Next, and the thing is, 
I don't have favorite books really, except for that one. I have favorite book series. Mm-hmm. A lot of things by Ted Decker, like he had a book series called, uh, it was like the, is Black, Red, White was the okay. name of those books. And that was a really good series. It was kind of an allegory, but okay. it was yep, yep. it was about a guy who goes to sleep in this world, but then wakes up in another world. And then when he w- goes to sleep in the other world, he wakes up here. And so he's mm. never really just sleeping, but he can't tell which world is the real world. Okay. Yes. You've told me about this before. It's in. Yeah. And, and, so and the other world is like going through Bible times-esque scenarios. Hmm. Interesting. It's really interesting. Well, and then other, other than that, like pretty much anything by Jerry B. Jenkins, like Red Rock Mysteries, those were favorites. And oh, Left I remember Behind. those too. Darn it. Yes. Left it's been forever. Be- Left Behind... There's actually a kid's series of Left Behind that was actually really? pretty good. Yeah, it's like 40 books long, but each book is the size of... Look at your fi- your pinky finger. Okay. It's that thick. Or thin. Th- we're thin, yeah. Like the thinness <laughs> of a pinky finger, not the length of your pinky thing. Oh, okay. That'd yep, yep. No, I get that. The thick. Yep, yep. But like sideways or widthways. Yeah. Sideways. Okay, cool. Well, um, I would recommend the same books because that's... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> You can't really taste. get it at your. I don't think you can. We have the same taste, Ryan. It's it's like it's like a, I'm stealing or something. We're so um, in sync. What? <laughs> we're so in sync. I said we're so in sync. We are so in sync. We're and not then, in sync. We're not a boy band. No, the Skype hiccup at that point. I think we were out of sync. Actually, oh, I so, <laughs> irony. <laughs> um, the like, there's one book that I really, really, really love. The thing is, I don't think you can get it at your local library. You'd have to get it at the store. It's called Wreck This Journal. And it's so fun. Like, I mean, like it's you, you spend money and then it tells you to do things like tear out this page, fold it up, stick it in your back pocket, run your pants through the wash and then take it out and then put the, uh, the page back into the book or stick your gum here or uh, throw the book across the room or, you know, tie the book to a string and then walk through the forest with the book oh just dragging word. behind you. Um, I think we could have probably just started the entire answer to the question with get this book. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Get the Wreck This <laughs> Journal book. It's awesome. They, I think they get them at chapters. That's where I got mine. Um, I'm just going to edit out everything we just said. Just okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good job, Ryan. Save some some save some time. Um, but oh, yeah. okay. And then when it's all done, you sp- you're supposed to like wrap it up and mail it to yourself, which seems pointless, but at the same time, so awesome. And it, it's it's really good. Um, also, I would recommend the book Eleven Lazy Llamas by Diana Bondar. It's a picture book, but that's okay. Kids' books are fun. Okay. Picture books. I mean, honestly, that was one of the fun things that I liked doing at the library while I worked there. Shelving the children's books and looking at all the picture books. There are some um, um, uh, really, really amazing illustrations, some really amazing artists, and some of the stories, like even as simplistic as they are, can be like, you know, really cute, funny and enchanting. So I would just like, you know, go to the kids section and like you might look a little bit like a creep. But if you're a YA young adult, then you won't look too creepy, hopefully. Yeah, I don't really have good recommendations for books. I haven't been reading for the past two years, um, unfortunately. Ryan, are you still there? You heathen. You heathen. Oh. <laughs> heathen? <laughs> Heathen. Heathen. Why are you... All my friends are heathens. Take it slow. Okay. So, yeah. As you can tell, some of our answers are very serious, and some of our answers are very sarcastic. Absolutely. Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So, are we done now? Is that it? 
Yeah, we're done. We're done. Okay, let's just... We're so done. Where's this? Guys, if you want to listen to the previous episode, go to oxcableshow.com. You can check out any of our previous episodes. Currently, this is episode two, and we have answered three questions in this one, and we answered three in the previous episode. Did we? We will be... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Sorry. No, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, you can also go there to subscribe in iTunes or Google Play. Google Play. Or Absolutely. whatever else. My favorite app is Pocket Casts. So. Yeah, and if you're unable to subscribe using those, you can always go and like our Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, ugh, and Instagram pages <laughs> so that you can always be notified no matter mm-hmm. what social media you're using. We don't have a Snapchat, though. You can follow Matthew and myself. At Ryan Matlock is my handle, and Matthew the Bird is his. That's true. And and the thing is, this uh, podcast thrives on questions from you. We, we want to know what you need advice for. We will answer any question that is put to us as long as it is possible. <laughs> so don't... So don't ask us to di- don't ask us to divide zero by zero on the podcast. We don't want a nuclear explosion. Oh, is that what happens? I think it is. I really That's what do. my mom my mom no told one me to not do that and I just didn't know why. It's like splitting the atom, really. Okay. It's just you're splitting zero. Does it make a difference? Zero. Does it make a difference if you do it on paper or on the computer? If you do it on iPhone, it's actually kind of funny. Oh, okay. You you can ask Siri to divide zero by zero, and she says something kind of funny. Anyway, you can also email us at questions at oxcableshow.com or go into our website. We have a place where you can contact us with your questions. You can also just tweet your questions to us on Twitter. And that being said, I will bid adieu. To you and you and you. And to you and you and you and you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Black. Hey, listen to this cool hit. Are we doing that entire thing again? I I just, I just love it so much. (laughs) Before we start, I wanted to mention something. I noticed a lot of the time when we record, when you laugh, you laugh right into the mic. Does it Um, pop? It does. It it spikes each time. Uh, But one thing I've noticed that Josh does, I think he used to do that a lot too. And so whenever he laughs, you can tell he turns away from the microphone. Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking I we should it. do that. <laughs> okay. I can do that. I can remember to laugh away from the microphone. And then it's like, ha, ha, ha. Coming up in this episode, what will we be doing? Wow. Wow. My audio is really peaked here. I'm going to fix that. Coming up in this episode. That's a bit better. I'm what gonna- are we saying? What? What are you saying at the beginning? I- I'm trying to figure that out, to be honest. That's what I figured. I was like, you don't know what you're doing. Awesome game Miller music. No, I was doing the inner tube. <laughs> You're ripping them off. I am, but you started it. I know. <laughs> How? <laughs> How dare us? Um, hi, Ryan. Hi, Matthew. How are you? I'm good. Should we introduce ourselves should, to the people? We should probably or... say here, thing. here. I'm gonna put my earphone right next to the headphone. Can you hear that? No. No, okay. It's doing something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just clicking the sound file over and over. It's just niche. 
niche. So niche. I'll just insert it, might be. it in there. The okay. ice cable getting you plugged in to have the. The, <laughs> the first question comes from Alicia Carino. If I'm saying that right, probably not. And it's how does one rise to your level of pun making? And then another one that's very close to that question. It comes from Joshua Ovenshire. And it's any advice on making puns on the spot. Did you switch those? I did. I really did. Let me try that again. The expensive example and the, I guess an an Abby. Good. Yeah, it's like 40 books long, but each book is the size of a turkey.